SC Crew is back. Episode 59. Not even sure if that is correct, but another big week in sports as we cross through to it. I'm here with the Murray Football Under 17 2012 Robbed Best on Ground Medalist. The man they call the wallet, Ben Hicks. How are you, mate? Oh, geez. Yeah, good, mate. Um, thanks for that pump up. Yeah. Um, t- took me, I think I kicked five that day, but yeah, probably should have got the medal, but that's all right. How you been? Yeah, fantastic, mate. And also from the Lottery Podcast, if it was Sheldon Cooper and Daisy Pierce had a baby, this would be the forehead. Nick Lott, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm here, mate. I'm here. Good call. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've brought you on. We've just finished the Lottery episode. Um, do you want to give a bit of a recap on the Lottery episode for those that haven't listened to it yet? Yeah, the Brumby is alive and running, so watch out for that to go three for three this weekend. And we've also tipped a couple of good roughies at Eagle Farm, so... Keep an, keep an ear out for that one. All right. I'll just do the quick wrap on sports around the world um, and I'll let Lottie have a last say on it before he heads off. He's just going to be on it just very quickly. But Man City have become the champions of the EPL for the third time running. Uh, congratulations to them and their oil money. Pies remain top fo- Pies remain on the top with West Coast falling into the waffle as Dimmer quits. Brooks Kepka wins his fifth major like Lottie tipped on the lottery, as a couple of the other boys did as well, and he goes ahead by one on Rory McIlroy at majors after winning the PGA Championship. Denver get the brooms out over the LA Lakers while Boston hang on by a thread to keep their series alive at 3-1. The Vegas Gold Knights crush the Dallas Stars for zip to go 3-0 in their conference finals. Dragons just pipped the Roosters in a classic after sacking their coach in the NRL and plenty more to discuss on the SC podcast, boys. So where do we want to start? I'll start with you, Lottie. Yep. Cool. Carlton suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I'm Eddie. What what a great cameo from you, mate. Thanks for joining in and um, hopefully all the listeners listeners get onto the lottery episode, mate. Yeah. All good. All right. Beautiful. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll we'll see you next week. All right, Hicksy. What's been happening, mate? Uh, a little bit has been happening in the uh, past week. Um, you've come up with a new catchphrase. I listened to last week's episode and I think every 10 seconds, oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Right. So hopefully that doesn't hang around. But no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told you I'd try new things on this episode and it never really works out. Yeah. But yeah, you did cover most of it. Um, the week that has been in sport, um, obviously Brooks Cupcake winning and um, – Going one ahead, like you said, but um, also Michael Block, the yes. um, professional club pro. Sorry, um, he tied for fifteenth. Yeah, so he, he did. Nice, yeah, and a hole in one as well to go along with that. The Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that was very nice. See, someone's already offered fifty thousand dollars for the club yeah. he used. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Seven iron. That's ridiculous. But he doesn't need any more money. Four hundred thirty-three k coming fifteenth. Not bad. Yeah, for a bloke that got the call up really late too. So yeah. he, he was just a um, – He's just a club pro. For some yeah, he's just a club yeah. pro, laid in, and then you got he's asking Rory McIlroy, did I just get a hole in one? <laughs> so I think he, he'd be pretty stoked with himself. He's a, fairly, he's a little bit older, um, but never too old, boys. So if you want to go out for a swing on Saturday, we might just get the call up. You never know. So, yeah, he um, he's done very well there. It's been nice to um, – be able to get that kind of money after being a club pro. I think because he, he, he said he was a um, like takes golf lessons. Yeah, you know, some ridiculous amount, like a thousand and something golf lessons it would take to make that amount of money, and he did it in three days. So um, he'll probably be having a bit of a party, not as much as um, Brooks Cupcake though. I no. showed you a video of him at uh, was it ice hockey or something? Yeah, it yeah. was Florida um, Panthers game. He was I zoned in apparently, but I think he was um yeah zoned in on something else. Yes, correct. Um, there's a bit else happening around the world. The uh, French Open starts on Sunday. All flies are on at the moment. And uh, Rafael Nadal's to miss this French Open, which will be the first time since 2004. Yeah, it's disappointing. Um, obviously, we speak about how he's the best yep. king of clay, and there's big reports that this could be could, the end. This could be it. So uh, now I'm getting a bit emotional. Let's, <laughs> move, let's move on from that. But it'd be good because someone else will win it. He's won five of the last six. Yep. So um, I reckon Carlos Alcaraz, our boy, he might take it out. Um, over in the F1, they had to cancel the Grand Prix um, over in Italy because of floods. Flooded the whole track nearly. I thought it was because they couldn't sell any of those chili prawns. Yeah. Oh, geez, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the money's from. Um, but just talking about F1, Lewis Hamilton might leave Mercedes. Did see that. Yeah, $75 million. $75 million. Jeez, there's a lot of money in that, sport. Eh? It's a Ferrari, wasn't it? I yeah, think. Ferrari. Yep. So I think it's, it's about the same he's on now, but. Um, obviously, move 
across and you'd have to kick someone out, Ferrari there. Um, and just quickly on the cricket because the Ashes are coming up, there's been a few big scores over in county cricket. Uh, you had Marcus Harris make a ton and also a half century. Um, Marnus Labuschagne made 138. But Michael Nisa made his maiden county um, ton, 123 by the big fella. And then he got bowled by Stephen Smith. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. which is a, yeah weird, seeing as Smith's not a bowler. Um, and then in the IPL, Cam Green hit a ton as well. So all of the um, Australians are firing at the moment. And there's a few injury concerns for England. So that would be interesting once that comes around. Um, I think we've covered pretty much everything, but just wanted to throw one more in there. Um, it's the boxing match tonight between Cam Mooney and Tom Bell Chambers. Did see that. And Cam Mooney's given away about 24 kilos on Tom Bell Chambers. So it could be a mauling there. But I wanted to pose this question to you, bro. If you could put two AFL footballers, could be past, could be present, together, who would they be in a boxing match? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think you'd have to have Barry Hall in there. Yep. Um, oh, although he's done it before. I'm not, yeah, maybe, I should, maybe I should give another answer. I'll give one to you. Yep. Braden Maynard and Toby Green. Yes, I like that. Who would take that out? Very similar. Oh, uh, I think Braden Maynard would take him. I think so too. He's, yeah. a, he's a tough bastard. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's probably already got me there for what that's covered. Or even someone like Jonathan Brown, Jonathan Brown versus Matthew Pavlidge or something along those Ooh, yeah. lines. That Come could be a good big fight. Big forwards going head to head. But yeah, hopefully the big. T- surely Tom Belcham is get. He's younger. Um, obviously, twenty-five sure. kilos. I think he's yeah. He's so they're getting much photos. So they're getting photos of Tyson Fury. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. So. And I reckon Tom Belcham looks like Tyson Fury a bit. I was like, nah, not really. No, not, not the really. Gypsy King. No, nah, no, not much. But. All right, we'll go to a break now and then we'll uh, break down uh, all of the news in sports. I'm into a bit of uh, NRL now. Uh, State of Origin starts in a week's time at the Adelaide Oval. Adelaide's had a lot of things. They had um, gather around and uh, live golf and now... The first game of Origin. They're firing. Whoever yeah. that premier is that was there for the AFL, mm. he'd be, he must be a sports fan. I yeah. love that. Bloody yeah. So I announced the teams and uh, we'll just go through a few um, players, uh, big name players. We've got Nico Hines, your yep. boy with the sexy rig, yep. uh, set to make his debut. Josh Adokar is back. Last uh, man on the planet. Exactly, after missing out last year. And uh, Lateral Mitchell. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> He's back. He also missed last year because of injury. That's for New South Wales. And for Queensland, uh, Dane Gagai and Kalen Ponga have been dropped from last year's team. And Reese Walsh is set to make his debut. Yeah, Reese Walsh. Broncos. From the Broncos, the big full back. There was talks that Ponga had just hasn't lived up to the expectation at Newcastle. Um, and with Newcastle, well, they're struggling this year. They're in 12th. They've just they've, they've played okay recently, but he was supposed to be the next big thing. But um, Caleb Ponga actually... It's more probably for us because we're AFL fans, but he had a chance to go play with the GWS Giants. There um, you go. I believe it was the GWS Giants. It was either one of them or the Gold Coast. And, um, yeah, had a big money off a contract to sort of switch codes against there, but obviously stuck with the NRL in the end. So Probably a good idea. It doesn't really work when they come across it. No, no, not really. Carmichael Hunt kicks a winner against Richmond. That's true. Israel Folau was yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at the results anyway. Panthers and the Broncos, we just spoke about how we love that they do Thursday nights. Um, yeah. Can't wait for the AFL yeah. to bring that in. Panthers had a really good win there. Did it quite convincingly. The Dragons, like I spoke about in the intro, huge win after sacking their coach, 24-22. to 22. Just held on over the Roosters, who, for me, they've been disappointing. The Eels, bounce back in form, 36-16 to 16 over the Rabbitohs. Sharks. Um, Nico Hine led win twenty six to six over the Knights. Uh, West Tigers, oh my god! Wow, we absolutely pizzled my Cowboys sixty six to eighteen, and I don't want to talk about that any further. I watched, I flicked it on and went, yep, <laughs> and then that was it. Uh, the Dolphins, um, unfortunately, but fortunately, depending on who you go for, uh, went down to the Storm twenty four to sixteen. The Bulldogs, the SA Bars. Beat the uh, Gold Coast Titans twenty to eighteen, and the Sea Eagles thumped the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> How about we go with the Raiders? Interesting. Uh, Forty-two to fourteen. So, quick little look at the ladder. There, you got Pampers on top, Rabbitohs second, Sharks the Broncos to round out the top four. Storm and Dolphins not too far behind. Going to seventeenth um, from the bottom of the ladder. 
Um, you got the Dragons, West Tigers, Bulldogs as we work up the ladder, and my Cowboys sitting in 14th. So that is season done for them, considering that they were they finished fourth last year, I believe, which is sliding down the ladder. Huge slide, and you might see them feature on in the votes later on. Just a little hint for that one. Um, but yeah, State of Origin. It's something that we don't get to watch a lot of the NRL. I do a little bit, but um, State of Origin, it's on a Wednesday. We usually always tune in for that. Yeah, bloody are you Queensland or New South Wales? Uh, Victorian, so. It's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, generally, I I reckon it's – I used to go for Queensland and they'll dominate nine in yeah, a row, whatever it was. Pretty um, Your mate Harley goes for New South Wales. I honestly don't really have a team, to be honest with you, yourself. No, I don't really like – Queensland I'd follow because of like Billy Slater and all that um, back then, but pro- probably just more of a players person um, could be because I'd probably have a multi on it. Yeah. Um, follow the players. But, yeah, no, nah, I just don't really care, to be honest, which team, as long as it's a good game and there's a few biffs. Absolutely. Um, let's get into the PGA Championship now. We just spoke about um, – what's his name? Just give me a second. Michael Block. Um, the Block we spoke about the Block, but yes, Brooks C- Cupcake. Um, obviously, he got the W over there, and he's been really good in majors, um, winning obviously his fifth one there. Except for the Masters. He choked, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, tight second. Oh, it wasn't even tight second, just choked second, bad. Yeah. Um, Scotty Scheffler, he's always up there as well. I thought there was a chance if anyone was going to win it on that last day, it was going to be him, but he had five under on the last day. He couldn't really ask much more. My man Victor Hovland tied second as well. He he's an up and comer. He is just hang. He, he's just I can't believe he, he, he knew he should have won it, but he's just well. Like he even said, he put a statement in. I think he's just saying he's still young. He's still got a lot to learn. So he, yeah, he's, he's definitely one. To well, watch when out he for. hit that ball into the bunker, that I, 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 I didn't the, even see it. Hey? So he's hit the ball straight into the side of the bunker. I believe it was on the seventeenth or sixteenth, um, and the ball got wedged into the into the yeah. grass, not into the sand, and had to take a drop from there and bring it out. And then he double bogeyed the hole and that's what cost him again. Poor bloke. Um, but you hear those stories all the time. There's always that one bloke that does it. But all right, he's like you said, he's young enough. I reckon he'll come back from it. And um, He loves an outfit too. Yeah, he's <laughs> very extravagant. What is he from Finland? He's Yeah, Norway or something. Norway, Finland, it's all yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Um, he's from there. Bryson DeChambeau, he was um, – he had a pretty poor last day, but overall he was awesome throughout the tournament. Um, he had, like I said, he finished with even on the last day. Rory McIlroy, top seven. Cam Smith, tied ninth. Patrick Cantlay, tied ninth. Justin Rowe, Shane Lowry. All those blokes are sort of w- w- were within it. But, um, well, I talk about how the lottery, how I'm absolutely dominating at this stage. And you go and look at my best, who was Jason Day. He didn't even make the cut. So <laughs> my apologies to anyone that did get on that one. But, yeah, that was quite disappointing. Um, any other any other thing from the PGA Championship for you boys? No, nothing for me. No, covered it well. I thought you had a question. But it oh, was- it's not really. A qu- I'm just. I've been wanting to throw my two cents in about this topic for a while. I hear Tiger Woods obviously, well, like arguably one of the best golfers of all time. But in my humble opinion, he is not the goat. Jack Nicholas is the greatest golfer of all time, hands yeah. down. Yeah, well, we were off air for about 10 minutes and having this discussion. I thought <laughs> probably should turn this on and actually talk about it. But um, for me, I feel like Tiger Woods has got more competition now. There's more humans on the earth, obviously. And, like, they, they try and make it a little bit harder. where I feel a little bit back then he's not going to have as much competition. And I sort of made the comparison to Don Bradman um, back then would have been the same if Don Bradman played now facing, um, what's his name, Brett Lee, or if he was facing Dale Stain or anything like that. I don't think he'd hold up. Obviously two different sports, but just little comparisons like that. How do you, how do you sort of take that argument? Yeah, like, it's it's a fair argument. You can't really prove it or disprove it, but, like, it's not like he was versing no one back then. He was still versing, like, Gary Player, Arnold Palmer. Like, they were still, like, the yeah. great, like he was still wasn't – he was versing, like, still arguably – great golf, like Ernie Els and all them, like they weren't slouches even. Like he was obviously up against competition. And I pulled up um, some of their stats. So Tigers won 15 majors. Jacks won 18. Tigers won five masters where Jacks won six. Tigers had seven major runner-ups. Jacks had 19. 
Oh. Tiger Woods has had 33 top five major finishes and Jack has had 56. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, just in majors, like, it's like, it's kind of like Kepka, but I think Kepka's still got a bit to go. But, like, back then, he was easily beaten, like, player, uh, like, all like all those goats back from back then. He was beating them and, and, like, beat them in 18 majors where, like, Tiger's still done it now, 15 still 15, but I just think 18 majors is... I don't think it's ever going to get beaten. Yeah, and when you read it out like that, you think Tigers won a heap, but then you read it like that and you're like, yeah. shit, Jack is actually, yeah, yeah. one way more. Like, Jack played more, he's played more around to golf and everything. Um, Tigers, he has a lot, he's had a lot of injuries and everything, so he hasn't been playing for anywhere near as long. Um, there was another point I had, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, and it's one of those debates, like we spoke about, it's even comes into, as I'm cross referencing sports again, the Michael Jordan LeBron debate. Mm-hmm. Even though they are a lot closer in errors, it's sort of like it's a different game. It's yeah, always yeah. evolving. Um, there's always going to be someone new. There's there's probably going to be a new Bryson DeChambeau in five years' yeah. time that we go out and see and go, this bloke's unbelievable. Then people will be like, don't you remember Tiger Woods? He was the guy. <laughs> and, like, we're always probably going to have that discussion. But I reckon it's a healthy discussion. It's yeah. not as if I'm sitting there going, oh, piss off. Yeah. No chance. But you – you watch golf, you play golf more than a lot of people. Um, you're not that great at it. <laughs> you're pretty good, but no, it's a good discussion to have. What about you, Hicks? How do you say it? Um, I'll just be straight down the line. I've never seen Jack Nicholas hit a golf ball in a competition, but I've seen Tiger Woods, so I'll probably yeah. go Tiger Woods. Yeah, and that's what it probably comes down to. Yeah. Like, yeah, stats are like at the end of the day, like stats are there and like 18 majors. I, Tiger's not going to get to it. He's not, he's not going to win number three. I don't see anyone else ever getting 18 majors, so he's always going to be the best major player of all time. There's no yeah, doubt. well, that, yeah, the best major player of all time. Yeah. I can completely agree with yeah. as well. But, but yeah, oh, that's the other point. Like, just like their regular PGA Tour season wins, Tiger has had more actual wins on the normal tour. I think he's at like 88 or 90, where Jack only had like 70 or 75. So he has him in that re- he has him in that respect. But other than that, just in in majors alone, he's yeah, he's going to be the best major player like of all time. So yeah, so, it won't be beaten. You don't reckon? Yeah. Not 18, no. Like the next high, it's like Tiger's on 15 and then I think the next is like Brooks on five. What about Charlie Wood? Who? Charlie Wood, is that his son's oh, yeah, name, son. Tiger? <laughs> he could like, yeah, even him and like John Daly, like junior, like yeah, you watch true. them hit the ball and they're actually like ridiculous and they're only like 13 or 12, like I don't know how old they are, but they're young as shit and if they've got them as coaches, it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's actually wild yeah, the amount of coverage that people get at like, LeBron James's son now, like he's just gone to a university and like the graphics they're putting up for it and all yeah. that, it's just insane. Yeah. Like even Harley Reid in the AFL in the draft this year, it's getting it's get bigger and bigger. Like it's going to be like, oh, i seen this bloke in prep today. He was dominating. <laughs> I'm a big fan of him. He's going to be a gun. Like, but like those, the sons and daughters of um, famous sports people. Sachin Tendulkar's son. As soon as, yeah, as soon as, like even Dacos, like as soon as they knew they were going to be boys, they will play in footy. Yeah. Like as soon as they came out of the womb. Yeah, they, yeah. They had a footy in the hand. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it is awesome to watch, but uh, it will be interesting to see where the PGA does go from here. Um, especially with live golf and that getting involved, it's. I feel like this is just going to continue for a fair few years until it gets resolved. That's what, how it feels, anyway. Um, but yeah, let's let's have a quick look at the EPL now. I don't want to talk about it too much because Man City can absolutely get stuffed. <laughs> But no, they were they they were too good yet again. They've had Arsenal um, close to them all year, and they yes they fumbled the bag. But Man City's just a class above. Um, you've had Harlan banging thirty six goals in the Premier League, which has been a record. Um, we'll have a quick look at the table though, because there is a few things still to play out. Um, so you've got Liverpool have got one game to go. Man United have got two to go, and there's three points separating them. So all. All Man United needs to do from here is secure one, is to secure a draw out of their last two games, and they'll play in the Champions League next year. Um, whether or not they can do that is interesting. Like, there's a big Liverpool Man United rivalry. And then you go down to the bottom of the table, and I tell you what, Shed is going to be having some sleepless nights over there. And I reckon it's just because he's on the piss. It's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> but um, it goes between. Everton in 17th, Leicester in 18th, Leeds in 19th. Um, 33 points for Everton and 31 each for Leicester City and Leeds United. It will come down to the last game between them for decides who stays up and who gets relegated. 
and I believe it wasn't the last podcast, it was the week before, I said the reason it's so important is it's worth over $250 million Australian dollars in TV rights to stay up for the next season. So um, Southampton have already been relegated from um, contention for this year and they dropped down. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting watch on the final match day. And I'm not sure if you two boys sort of know this, but on the final match day they all play at the exact same time yep. at the end of the year. So it can't be like, oh, we need to go and do this now because this team's lost. It's it's just pandemonium. Mm. And like, they're all like watching the other game at the end of yeah, the game, yeah, seeing yeah. if they're one. So like you'll have like supporters in the crowd like cheering. It's like, is that a good thing? Is yeah. it a bad thing? Like who's sort of cheering? So that's probably one thing that the um, Premier League does really well. Um, it'd be interesting if the AFL did that. I don't think it'd. I don't think it'd be as marketable. No, no. Um, so. And you don't need to always steal stuff from other sports, but. Yeah, I think that really does suit the Premier League because um, at times soccer can be a little bit boring, so it adds a little bit of element to that. Um, is there any other uh, around-the-world sports you want to get into? No, I think we've yeah touched on, like we do, pretty much everything. All right, um, we'll, we'll quickly talk about the NBA. Everyone's probably already seen it. That's the only um, international sport left, but the Lakers go down in a sweep to the Nuggets. Um LeBron James had a huge last game. He had 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. He had 31 in the first half, but it just wasn't enough in the end. And Jokic was just so dominant. Did you see that three by Jokic where he leant back? And um, I'm sure, I've got to show you. It's going to be a live reaction here. Um, but do you want to talk about today's game if you've got it there in front of you while I find it? Yeah, well, um, Celtics were on the brink of getting swept as well by the Heat, but they managed to pull off a 17-point win over the uh, at the Heat, so away from home, which is nice. Uh, so Miami still lead 3-1. Uh, hopefully Boston can do it in seven. It would be nice. But um, I'll just double-check the scores there. Tatum uh, led the scoring for Boston with 33. Um, Jalen Brown, I was pretty much everyone else in um, double figures there for the rest of them. And for the Heat, uh, Butler led the scoring there with 29. All right. You got watch, it? Yeah. Watch this got video. Yeah. While we're, while we're looking at it here, so. Oh, geez, nothing but net either. Yeah. And, oh, he, yeah. and he's on the one foot, so it counted as a yeah. three instead of a two, and that basically buried the end of the Lakers from there. So uh, He was huge, wasn't he, in that sweep? Yeah. He was unstoppable. Yeah, he's an absolute freak. So it's Denver's first ever NBA Finals, which should be – There I, you go. Which I was very surprised by. Turn um, that off the quiz later on then. Um <laughs> have you got a quiz, have you? Nah, I'm joking. Yeah. But funnily enough, um, another thing to get brought up as well is Camelo Anthony's retired. Yeah, Melo. Um, so he's retired from the NBA. He didn't play this season really at all. I don't think he actually did at all, but, yeah, um, he had a great career. And um, people are already talking about he was number 15 at Denver when he first started out. He was a great player. Nikola Jokic is number 15 as well. Oh, so no. obviously the NBA loved to retire jer- uh, jerseys, but – You'd have to say Jokic with the two MVPs, and if he gets a um, NBA championship this year, I think he'll Pippen. take that mantle quite easily. But yeah, like you said, Celtics are still in it, and it's going to be interesting to see how they go from there. I think the Heat should still get it done. What do you reckon? Um, Boston in seven for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm did, just riding you, it. You did message me that today, so I do like it. But it'll be interesting. All right, we're going to go to a break, and then we're going to break down the AFL from last week and moving on to this week. So before we get into the AFL from last week, we've got some questions for the pod um, that we're going to get into. So we're going to get – me and Hixie will both answer them. So first one, we've actually had bulk this week. Like, it's and, going. And I'm not even taking the piss. It's going. We've actually had bulk been this talking week. about it. Like, I've actually had to cull it down a little bit. So yes. I apologise if I didn't fit you in this week, but Regan Fletcher is coming in first with his favourite sports commentator of all time. Thanks, Fletch. Um, James Brayshaw for me. I love him. Really? Yeah, I love him. Overall? Overall, I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, nice. Mine would be, um, there's a bike called Peter Drury who does the commentary in the EPL. I don't know if you've seen him, but like when Ronaldo came back in, like he's just like so poetic when he talks. He's oh, like, I did say that one. Then. Raved yeah. in red as he comes back to Old Trafford. Like, he did the messy like, one as well. Yeah, he's yeah. sort of like um, he's sort of like David Attenborough. Like a poet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he would be mine. Um for sure. And I love Dennis Kometi as well. He's awesome. Yeah, the goats. All right. Isaac Harris, seven. Um, 
Any danger of good audio, boys? Ha, ha, ha. Love your work from last week. So <laughs> I did disclose this last week, and my apologies. The boys are too far away from the mic. So if you can't hear us again this week, it is absolutely on me. But the other boys need a bit of a lift, I think. So. I thought it was weird that you did last week's underwater. Yeah, and by myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was quite interesting. So, no, I appreciate it. At least a couple of people are listening. Um, this one is from Jacko with three O's. Um, thanks for writing in, mate. Who do we think is leading the AFL um, in the individual awards at this stage throughout them? So um, we'll go with obviously the brown load first. Who mm. you got for that one? Um, oh, geez, it's a bit hard because of last weekend. I haven't really calculated those players into it, but um, I'd love to say Nick Dacos. I think yep. he'd be up there, but um, Clayton Oliver um, would have the eyes of the umpire after the last couple of seasons. So I'll say Clayton by one vote over Dacos. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have Nick Dacos at this stage, and my man Zach Butters. Yes, I knew it. He's gunning for him. He's, I don't think he's leading at this stage, but the last three games he's got ten coaches votes, so he's geez. he's starting to fly through it. So. What about the uh, rising star? Uh, rising star. I'm going to still go with Sheasel. Yeah, um, I'm Sheasel too. I think Ashcroft by the end of the season might sort of come up, but I think Sheasel's leading it at this stage. He's being very consistent. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Coleman Medal. Who's going to win that? Uh, who's going to win? Or, who's uh, going to win? Who's going to win? Um, well, Kerno is leading. Yeah. So that answers that, leading. but we might as well hit that one on the head as well. Um, yeah, I think I'll say with Kerno. Um, and I think Geelong with Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins, they both have their weeks. Yeah, like I, and I feel like Cameron and, could be rested at stages too. Yeah, and if Harry Mackay's not kicking them well enough, um, Kerno, yeah. Absolutely. Me. All right, one from Nick Lovin. Here we love it. You love it. Biggest robbery in sports history. Biggest robbery? Yeah, so I'll give mine oh. first. I got to read the question, sir, so I've, I've had a chance to think about it. Yeah. Um, and I did a little bit of research on this one. Um, there was an incident, 1986, in the quarterfinals of the FIFA World Cup. <laughs> yep, beauty. <laughs> it was the hand of God incident oh, with Maradona. Of course, yes. So Argentina versus England, um, he's ended up handballing the ball through, which if people watch soccer, if you're not the goalie, you actually can't do that. So, True. and basically his reputation was sort of built from there and they ended up going to win the game and then winning the World Cup from there against wow. England. So it, he, well, it, you can see the footage now. It was never cool back then. They didn't have the VAR back then. So yep. well, I think that's a big robbery. Um, obviously that's very dated back and I had to do my research on it. But any anything for you that stands out? Um, I've got a robbery, but it's a good robbery. It's uh, Stephen Bradbury. Yes. 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 <laughs> he absolutely stole that race. Had um, no chance of winning. He was coming last the whole yeah. way. And then, yeah, 10 metres from the line, everyone else fell over and he just breezed through like a true Australian and stole it. So that's, yeah, my robbery. Very good. I wrote this one down, but I didn't write the person's name, so my apologies. <laughs> Worst injury sustained in sports for you t- for you lot? So they must have presumed everyone else would rock up tonight. But. That, was that personal? Or? Yeah, personal. Oh, it's personal. Um, I haven't really had many. I just, yeah, a few ankle sprains, syndesmosis. That's about it. Got knocked out once and yeah, nothing too major. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> I think I'll avoid that question. Yeah, good idea. Um, but, no, yeah, I've been knocked out quite heavily. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough for the questions there. And um, I'm going to do, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but I'm going to do the King of the Hill Yeah, yeah. with you. I, so. I did listen. I'm an avid listener, actually. Yeah, very good. <laughs> avid listener to his own podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. So this week it's going to be AFL Small Falls. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with Sam Switzkowski or Jesse Motwell. Swiss- for, for those yeah. out there, you got to pick the, <laughs> I should explain. Oh, you got to pick the winner. <laughs> And then it's basically a knockout. Who's the king of the hill at the end? Uh, Switkowski. Nice. So Switkowski or Lincoln McCarthy? Switkowski. Nice. Switters, because it's getting yeah, hard to name his name. <laughs> Switters or Brad Close? Brad Close, long sleeve warrior. Nice. Brad Close or Bobby Hill? Bobby Hill. Bobby Dazzler. Bobby Hill or Dan Butler? Bobby Hill. Bobby Hill or Tom Patley? Jeez. Uh, Tom Papley, I like what he brings with his aggression. Tom Papley or Isaac Rankin? At the moment, Isaac Rankin. Yeah, nice. He's on fire this year. Isaac Rankin or Charlie Cameron? 
Charlie Cameron, yeah. So Charlie Cameron. Charlie Cameron, he, would, he was always going to be king of the hill. Yeah, he was king of the hill. I've sort of built it up there for a little bit. But uh, Bobby Hill had a bit of a run there. Bobby Dazzler. Here we go. Stop it. <laughs> but no. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help himself. He's brought it to stop it back in. Yeah. Might be a new, um, when we get the uh, roadcaster going, it might be a little button. Stop, stop it. it. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Friday night's game from last week. We've got. Port versus Melbourne um, ended up being a cracking game. Game of the year, you said in one of our inboxes. It I was at and that I, stage. I agree. Yeah, and it probably still is, to be yep. fair. Um, and as we know, my man was enormous. Forty-one, two goals. Couldn't it? You couldn't have done much more, to be honest. Nah. It's ga- that's game of the season for me at this stage. It is. Yeah. Um, the only thing that had come close is probably when Tom Hawkins kicked eight. Yeah, um, against oh, and Jeremy Cameron had a huge game as well. One game, oh, and Kerno obviously kicking nine. Yeah, so yeah. they're all they're all conversations up there. But I think Butters, yeah, he was enormous. Dean Houston was really good. Um, Rose E was. Um, Petrarca, he kicked a goal and had twenty two, and maybe it's because he cost my multi. But I feel like he's sort of dropped off just a touch. Mm. His games that have been good have been really good. Like I went and watched him at Optus Stadium. Would have been over a month ago now. And he had an enormous game. He kicked three and had 35, I think it was, against West Coast, albeit against West Coast. But I just feel, yeah, he's very – he's usually a very consistent player, but I just feel this year he hasn't been. Yeah, I think – who knows? He could be a little bit injured or anything, but he'll have to step up now. Um, yeah. Clayton going down. But Horn Francis had a really good game. Yep. Um, he's been good after all the hype and all the drama um, with his trade. But um, should, should Port be looking at top four? Yeah, I think they should do. They've won seven in a row. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they should be up the top towards the end of the year, but you never know. With Port Adelaide, we've said it all year, but yep. they're looking really good now, and who knows, Ken Hinckley might get another couple of years on his contract. Port Adelaide playing at home, mate. It's a three-goal breeze, <laughs> I'll tell you. All right, on to Saturday's game, which should have been a fizzer, but in the end it was controversial. Um, I think it's been well documented about the interchange. We probably don't need to go into it a bit, but... Brett Rutt nearly uh, stole the show again in his first game back. The caretaker curse. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. It's a thing, and he arguably, obviously, should have won. But um, play for me, Bailey Scott had thirty three and kick one. So North, there is some parts of it that I really like. They've got Wardlaw. They've got Sheasel. Wardlaw made his debut and was really really good. Yep. Sheasel, you got Simkin when he's fit. Um, like Luke Davies Jr. when he comes back in, he's going to be a really good player. So. There is a little bit to like about North and Suvalaki as well down forward. He's a gun. Yep. Um, he'll grow as well. Um, and Griffin Lowe down back is pretty solid. Um, so they've got a good spine and everything. Um, and they're going in the right direction. It's just going to be a case of who coaches if Alistair Clarkson comes back or if they yeah, move on to another coach. Sydney, um, I don't think they take it. I know they won, but you don't really take much away from that, I don't think. No, nah, not at all. They're, um, yeah, they're struggling a bit at the moment. Um, got a few injuries to some key players, but, yeah, they, they shouldn't have won this game, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. All right. On to probably the crappest game of the round that I didn't watch a second of it. Um, the Bulldogs versus Adelaide. Did you catch any glimpse of this? Uh, no, I didn't actually, but over in Ballarat, so I couldn't imagine how cold it would be there. Big shout-out to the family over there. So, but um, Yeah, Adelaide scoring 40 points is very uncharacteristic. Um, yeah, well, no Tex Walker, so no uh, yeah. big key forward there. Um, but, yeah. Western Bulldogs. Bulldogs just putting, putting along nicely. Yeah, they're going along nicely. They're just um, flying under the radar, be like 2016. Yep. A chance to finish top four? Uh, who who would you kick out? Well, that's it. You've yeah. got, obviously, Collingwood, Melbourne, Port Brisbane. Adelaide, Brisbane. Probably not. Yep. <laughs> <Try and laughs> maybe maybe fifth. <laughs> just answer me your own question. <laughs> Love it. All right. On to Fremantle versus Geelong. And, um, wow, this this game is, is massive in terms of the eight. And in terms of both teams' season, I think. So Geelong just just stumbling a little bit here and Freo maybe fanning bearing some form. Freo must listen to the podcast. Yeah. Because we ripped into them a couple of weeks ago and ever since then they've been a new side. Yeah. Um, so it's starting to click over there. Um, Brayshaw, your boy, 33-1, he's found some form. Um, I don't know yeah, what the Cats are doing because um, obviously start of the year shit and then – Ten tackles as well, by the way. Jeez, elite. Yeah. That's – Ten tackles is good when you got it 33 times as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Geelong's obviously up and down now. Started really well. Uh, st- sorry, opposite. Started shit, then got into a bit of a groove, and now, yeah. Little, five uh, goal loss little for stat it. for you. Frio had 
the top nine disposal getters on the ground. There you go. That's that's ridiculous. Geelong didn't have anyone over 20. No, they didn't. So if you had 20 or more, you were stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. But uh, are Freo back? I'm asking the hard-eating questions here, but are they back or? If they win away from home, yeah. that's the real test, yeah. I think. Um, Great answer. So I'll just double-check who they got next week quickly. And it is Melbourne at the MCG. If they beat them... They're back. They're back. <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they get within 10 points of them, I think they're back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel. All right. On to the Q clash. Um, now, I didn't get to watch this as I was prepping for the next game. Oh, I was watching the next game and live at the ground, but mm-hmm. do you see any of this? No, I was watching the Dreamtime as well, but um, Brisbane had, did what they had to do. Correct. Um, Gold Coast yeah, didn't put up much of a fight. Lockie Neal got the best on ground, 35 touches. Yep. Not bad. And Ashcroft. Is it named after his dad? Yeah, it must be. Marcus Ashcroft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had 30 and 1. And McCluggage has found a bit of form too just after I dropped him out of our Supercoach draft. So thanks for that, Hugh. Yeah, well, like you said, Brisbane did what they had to get done. But I do like the Bailey Humphreys from the Gold Coast. I did get yeah. to watch the highlights afterwards. I just thought we might have seen the game. But he looks like he's going to be an exciting player, number six draft pick from last year. But if I get your permission, I'm going to be doing it again because stop it! Dream time at the G. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, take it from here. I'll sit back. Yeah, so not only um, not only do I had, I had to get some tickets from – so I'm sorry, I'll start again. That was a porridge uh, build-up for what was a great game. Um, I'm in a pub in Richmond and the boys go, oh, one of the boys goes, yeah, I've got your tickets, but you've got to go down to Southern Cross to get them. So I've gone – obviously it's at the MCG for those that know their geography. And I went, oh, boy. So I ended up – getting an Uber across the Southern Cross, then waiting for a um, tram to come, uh, sorry, a train to come back and there's a city loop that you've got to do. Yep. And so I've got onto the train some, and I'm like, okay, this will go past Jollymont and it comes straight back into Flinders Street. And I'm like, you're kidding me. So uh, I seen these two blokes that were wearing Richmond and Essendon gear and I'm like, these blokes, I'm like, they're like, yeah, no, hop on this one. This will get us there. City loop again. <laughs> so I've done the city loop again with these folks, and the bike comes up and he goes, yeah, sorry, mate. That's, no, that's fine. No worries. So everyone else is at the ground having a couple of beers, getting ready for the game, and all I am just panic stations. Am I going to get there in time? Am I not? Anyway, third time's the charm. Got there, got in just in time. Um, obviously, Richmond had a great start to the game. They had the first 12 inside 50s. I thought, oh, here we go. But come back a little bit and then – no way of a lie, three-quarter time, flat, <laughs> so flat. Um, I thought that Richmond turned it – Richmond kicked it to our defenders a heap of times. We had Ridley had 10 marks. Um, Kane Baldwin was really good on Jack Rewalt in his first game ever in defence, so I thought that was a great effort. Um, Andy McGrath was really good again, and he's had, he's actually having a really good season. Um, Dyson Heppel held his own as well, which he, he had huge critics on him. Um, at the start of the year, and I was probably one of them. Um, so I thought he was really good. And then, um, but for Richmond as well, I thought Bolton was was awesome. I thought um, what's he called Dustin Martin? I thought he was nearly back to his best yeah. um, in the way that he played. And like I said, three quarter time, I went to the bar and they said, "Oh yeah, we're not serving any more beers." And I thought this is the worst sign ever. We're in strife. <laughs> so I get back to me seat, and um, we all know what happened from there. But how, how did you say it? Um, yeah, well, early on you could tell um, what kind of game plan Essendon were going to play. It was really short kicking, lower the eyes and just chip it around, chip it around. They chipped around yeah. um, from the back line. I think that was to stop Richmond. I don't know, their quick run or something, just lower the eyes and Richmond must get numbers back. So just find that 1v none during the, um, in the middle of the ground. But, yeah, they st- stuck to that. And they, I don't think the margin went over 20 points the whole game. So it was a pretty good, close game. Um but uh, who's Durham? Kick the goal? Yeah. yeah. So you could just see the build up there and then Jakey Stringer gets it and snaps it to the top of the square. Um, what was your thoughts when he took that mark? Oh, well, it's funny. So well, we were down by 18 points. I don't know how long was left, eight or nine minutes. I've only watched a replay about 20 times. <laughs> but um, I was sitting on – so where Jake Stringer snapped the ball, mm. I was on the opposite pocket. Oh. So I was up that side, but everyone jumped up so I couldn't see. Docs. And I just hear, yeah. And I'm like, I'm near the Richmond Cheer squad. And I'm like, look around. I've seen we've got the mark. And then it was Jeez. just from there. I was like, he still hasn't kicked it yet. He still hasn't kicked it. And um, 
I had a friend sit next to me and all the time, there was one of those people that checked the time on the game. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to know the time. Yeah. Just let me enjoy the game for what <laughs> it is. Three or four times I said, do not tell me how long's left. Do not tell me how long's left. Anyway, Durham takes them out, kicks it through. We all celebrate. And I go, how long's left? How long's left? <laughs> they're like, there's 10 seconds. And I'm like, there's still time. There's still time. And then um, obviously Unreal. great win. But it's a bit of a weird feeling when you go to the footy and I was with Essendon people, but I was with Richmond people as well. Oh, yeah, so yeah. You, you have your moment where you celebrate, but then you've also got to do that, oh, mate, great game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, could have went either way. Yeah. yeah. And you had your fuck you. Yeah, and you had your stuff in your jocks, mate. But, yeah, it's it was it was a great night. And, yeah, I, I thought Essendon were on top all night, and that's I don't usually say that. Yeah. Um, Richmond took that mark that dropped on the ground and it landed on the ground. Which, yeah, yeah. And there was a few little things like that I I didn't think we capitalised on. So I do believe we deserve the win. And, um, yeah, well, I've probably talked about Essendon enough. But, yeah, Zach Merritt, he was enormous. And um, who was it? Ryan Mansell had a shot before yeah. and kicked the bounds on the full. Yeah. And I was like, when he missed out, I was like, that's an over. All we had to do was score. All we had to do was score. Well, and um, as we know, Damien Harvick's now not coaching Richmond. Yeah, he's um, gone. Yeah, yeah, stepped down. So um, who's it? Andrew McWalter? Andrew McWalter, the over, ex-Saint yeah. player. And Gold Coast. And Gold Coast. Oh, good mail. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's quite interesting with Dimmer. Everyone already knows about that. We're not a news outlet. So... Onto the Marination Station game now, which gee whiz! If that, if it wasn't a Marination Station game before the result, it certainly was after it, and it was a bit of a shock to be honest, Hixie. Well, they tried to hide it down in Tasmania, um, yeah. down there, the two yeah. cellar dwellers, the Harley Reid Cup. Tell you what, if you're on, if you're working that game as a commentator or something, you go, whoa. Probably going to get the yeah, ass at I'm the end of the year. Probably going to think of a new career, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Underwood next year. Um, but yeah. Biggest margin by a bottom place team against the second bottom place team, I think it was. Second, second most. Be- so um, second biggest. Sorry, biggest yeah. outside of round, like round four onwards. Yeah, just... which is unbelievable, really. 116 points, Hawthorne. You can't say much. Mitch Lewis kicks six, Bruce three. Um, but to West Coast, what the hell is going on there? I don't know. And it scares me because I got Essendon this week. Oh, true, yeah. Um, and I think I said in the inbox they've got Barras, Yo, and Hearn to, Hearn to come back, back. So that'll shore them a little bit. Um, Oscar Allen, I think, went down in the third quarter. So He's been good for them too. Um, Dom Sheed and that. But he plays like even Andrew Gaff and that. Like you'd, yeah. You'd expect a little bit more from him. But what yeah, you, Tim you, Kelly we, and Sheed are probably the only ones that hold their head yeah, high. Yeah, hold their head high. But we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Damian Hardwick, if his premierships um, give him a bit of leeway. Adam Simpson in 2018, took him to a flag. Does he have a bit of leeway now, plus well, the injury list? Did you say Glenn Jakovic is calling for his head? Yeah, he said he's gone. Yeah, so I think there has to be some form of action, um, even though I don't think it's the right thing to fire him because they've had no players for the last two years. Yeah. And I think he's a great coach, but – there needs with a hundred thousand members and all that sort of thing. They, they they're like the richest club in the AFL. There's there's not an issue going off. We sack and we've got to pay him out for the next eighteen months. I just think it's like a let's sort of cut ties, start fresh, get a new perspective on things, and have someone new come in. And who knows, Adam Simpson could go to Richmond. Yeah, you can move around and I, a fresh face. I think I think something will happen. I just don't know when. What do you reckon? Well, I think if there's one more big loss like that. He's got, kind of got to go. He can't keep coming around. Yeah, there's got to be answers really? regardless of who's out on the track. And then, yeah, what do you do at the end of the year? Um, if they do finish bottom and they got the number one pick, they're telling them to trade it away. Yeah, I've seen that. So yeah. who knows? It's, yeah, it's above our pay grade. Um, the people at West Coast will decide that, obviously, but yep. they've got Essendon and then Collingwood. So, All right. Then less than 24 hours later, mate, you weren't far from where I was sitting, I believe. Yeah, so I went down to uh, Carlton Collingwood there. Um, Run us through it. It was a good game because Collingwood got off to a nice start for once. They weren't behind. Um, Were you nervous going into it? I was, very, I was very nervous, yeah. especially during the week. Um, everyone was talking about Carlton, how bad they've been and how they're not living up to potential and Harry Mackay can't kick a goal. And then in the first quarter, he kicked a drop pump from about 40 near the boundary line. I thought, oh, shit, here we go. It's yeah. going to be a big, big day. But um, they just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, but Collingwood just got off to a really good start. Moved the ball really well. Um, I think they kicked. Well, they kicked six in the first something, and then sixteen minute mark of the 
second quarter they were up by 44 points um, against Carlton. So I don't know where to from here for Carlton, but um, I think they pushed two players up into the midfield and that left Darcy Moore by himself in the back line. He took um, the equal record marks of 10 intercept marks. Um, should have been 11, but they got one taken off him. Uh, yeah, not much to say there. Otherwise, um, pretty good game. Collingwood get the win. Carlton, where to from here for them? It's um, They've got the potential. They've got good players. Uh, obviously, their forward line, two last Coleman medalists and Patrick Cripps, the Brownlow medalist in the middle. Um, yeah, it's it's tough for them. They should be winning, but yeah, they're just not getting it done. Whereas Collingwood, on the other hand, are just getting it done. Uh, they haven't played... I've been looking at Collingwood. They haven't played massive clubs yet. Like Obviously, they lost to Brisbane, got Melbourne coming up. Um, they've played Geelong round one. But they're just getting it done, beating the teams they have to do have to beat. Um, and they're looking really good at the moment, the Pies, uh, sitting one game clear on top. Um, yeah, so what did you see of the game? Um, yeah, well, you couldn't have summed it up any better, I thought. I Yes, you go, when's this response from Carlton going to happen? Mm. And... It looks like their defending wasn't too bad. Like I know you just kicked 85 points, which Collingwood um, previously has kicked, you know, near 100 and all that sort of thing. So if you can if you can stop the ball coming into the forward line, it sounds like such an obvious thing, but it can be such – it's such a damaging thing at the same time. But for Carlton, um, for them, like where were they? They were one goal in the first quarter. They were only four goals at halftime. Um, yeah. And like you just spoke about their – their forward line with how potent it is in such a big, strong midfield. But they don't know how to move the ball, it doesn't look like. Nah. Collingwood are exceptional at the way that they sort of set up and points off turnovers and the way that works. But, yeah, it's I don't know what's going on. There. I think the pressure's getting to them as well. There's a few moments where they panicked as well. Yeah. Um, they get it out, there'd be a little bit of pressure and they'd just bomb it and that's when. Corey's man, Jack Silvani, was one of them, that's for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's had a shocker, I think. But, yeah, yeah, that's when they panicked and just booted it. That's when Darcy Moore comes across and, um, takes a mark, but Collingwood only kicked what three goals too after half time. Yeah, so they did clamp it on down on them a um, little bit little of cue in the rack. I, I think so, a little bit, but um, I was a bit nervous when owies yes. <laughs> a couple of goals and there was a few owies going on it um, in our section, um, particularly from me actually. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, it was just <laughs> it me. was just me. Everyone's looking at me, but yeah, um, yeah all round good game. Can't say much else. Uh, we'll quickly move on to the next game. Giants St Kilda. Yep, I watched it with Corker um, on Sunday afternoon with the nursing in, and I was trying to put on the Essendon highlights again. And he said, "No, no, no, let's watch this game." <laughs> I said, yep, no worries. Um, Jack Sinclair, get, pick up your blazer, son. Um, you can. I think it's already dry clean, so Gooch has just got it there waiting for you. He was enormous, and this is one of those games where I'm like, "Oh yeah, Jack Sinclair's a good player," but it was like, "Holy, holy crap! He's a yeah. he's a really." Like he he should have kicked three, and uh, he was enormous. So, if it wasn't for Butters, um, and probably there was someone else, Butters, Merritt, and Darcy Moore, he would have had the play like game of the round. Yeah. So it was an individual brilliant game from him. Um, good to see Max King, Max King well, kicking, kicking four, four kicked three one. in the first half, which was really good. Um, and also there was Mitch Owens had a huge head knock injury. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I saw a big knee there, was yeah, it? Yeah, and it was well. like. It was like, oh, yeah, like he's in big strife, but he's he was playing well this year too. Yeah, yeah, but he he was sitting on the bench at the end of the game, which is positive signs, which we like to see. So, um, bit of a much of a muchness result. Um, GWS had moments they could have come back from, but they've had a few honourable losses in quotation marks um, throughout the time. But St Kilda, that's a massive win for them, and it puts them two games clear of um, falling out of the eight with a percentage of one hundred and twenty. So. Absolutely firing they are. All right, let's get into this week's rounds and predictions. What can we come up with here? All right, Friday night, Sydney versus Carlton. Hixie, what have you got for us here? Uh, George Hewitt, Cup. Uh, Greg Williams, Cup as well. We've got another one. And um, assistant coach at Maroopman this year, Darren Oja. He played for both teams as well. Um, I, I'm i going to go Carlton. Wow. I know. I've done it again. I've backed him the last couple of weeks and I said they're – Hopefully, don't disappoint me. But this week, um, Sydney threw back a uh, few backmen out, and I believe that um, Carlton forwards will fire. Harry Mackay can drop punts for goals now. It's going to be really good for them. Um, I just think, yeah, Carlton have to get this win um, to get their supporters back. Don't know if you can get into the game with a cup membership, but um, the Carlton supporters might have to check that out next week. What do you reckon, Jack? 
Yeah, you've just convinced me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Carlton this week. And, oh. if, and if they lose, if Carlton lose this week, heads could roll as well. There could be a lot of AFL coaches gone before the bye. There'd be no assistant coaches left. It would all be... Oh, I know. I'll tell you right now, Ben Rutten's sitting there licking his lips. There's <laughs> a few other coaches sitting there in the wings. Who knows? Warwick Kappa could come out and be coaching. Jeez. But oh, it's a big game. It really is. Um, oh, it's up at the SEG too. But I don't know. Carlton will find a way and it will give them false hope again. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> you yeah. love it? I love it. Thank I you. love it. From an Essendon supporter, I know what it's like. So I, I'm going to go with Carlton as well. If Carlton don't win this, I'm – not tipping them for the rest of the year. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. All right, on to Saturday's game at Marvel. St. Kilda versus Hawthorne. Hmm. You got anyone for me? Oh, play-wise, oh, my head's not in the zone right now. Um, ben McAvoy? Yes, nice one. I've got Brent Guerra as well. Brent Guerra, <laughs> the soul patch king. Um, I'm going to go – they can't go two in a row, can they? No, they can't. St. Kilda for me, I think they get it done by six goals. Um, whoa. I'd love to take the Hawks. Yep. And I'm going to do it. Hawthorne. Yep. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Jeez yep. Louise. I'll just take them. Um, nothing against the Saints. Um, I just like to see Hawks firing. I love it. All right. On to the Luke Jackson Cup, low-hanging fruit, the Ed Langdon Cup. Yes. And there is another one. There's a couple more. There's a couple more. Jeff Farmer? Jeff Farmer, the whiz. The gu- oh, he was a gun. Yeah, he was. Um, There's a few more. Harley Bunnell. Oh, yes. And Colin Sylvia. Yep. And Jeff White. And a big Ruckman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's huge. There's <laughs> a few there. There's a, obviously a transfer portal between them. Um, I believe oh, this is a big game, actually. A couple of big games, yeah. Poor, I, Getting harder and harder the tip. For Essendon's sake, I hope Melvin wins, and I'm going to stick true to that. Oliver, obviously, out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, hamstrung. But the MCG, Freo can't play it. Yep. Like you said, they can't play away from home. I think Gurundi has a big game. Ooh, there you go, against Sean Darcy. Yep. Ooh. Bit of that game because Luke Jackson's gone across there as well. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I think Brody Grundy has a big game. Melbourne gets up. What about you? Yeah, I'll go Melbourne as well, actually, and Lockie Hunter out with suspension. Yep. Just on that, did you see the hit? Or you, yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I haven't. I sort of hate that sort of news, and I understand it. Hunter said that Rosie sort of was careless in the act. I That's what that. I was going to say. Um, when players lead with their head, like put your put your ass where your head can go. That that's what we say at our footy club. Because yeah. if you're a player leading with your head, you're looking for trouble anyway. But if you come in like Lockie Hunter did, he came in, turned to the side to brace for the impact. Yeah, agree. If Rosie did that as well, it's just a fair bump play on. Agreed. But, um, so yeah, I think the player who's going for the ball has more onus on looking after their their head, not just the person who's coming in second. Yep, absolutely. All right, Geelong versus GWS. Very tough games here. Um, just because it's GMHBA, and I always say it, Geelong play it very well. Um, for the Steve Johnson Cup, I'll take Geelong. Ooh, nice, I like that. The Tanner Bruin Cup um, will be. I don't think there's anyone else. Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, huge, actually. There's probably a few. There's probably more than Josh Hunt. Josh Hunt. Big bike. Yeah. And yeah. Dawson Simpson. Nice. That's all I had. Nice. So JWS are at six smackers at this stage. Six bar. Well, Josh Kelly, Nick Haynes, and Harry Hummerberg might be out. Yep. Well, Josh yeah. Kelly's definitely out, but the other two concussions. So. Yep. So Geelong to win that one for me as well. <laughs> um, as we move on to the next game, which is Spindle Shanks. Spindle Shanks, the big fella. The big fella. <laughs> microphone. It's microphone head. Um, who else is there? There's got to be a few, isn't there? The leading games holder for Gold Coast. Jared Harbrow. There it is. Um, a boy. Up in Darwin, this one too. Is he a Rootner boy? Yeah. Nice. Good mail. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. There's going to be others. There probably is, but I just had those two, sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> move on. I may yet move on. <laughs> um, I will go with Gold Coast Suns win this one, and it's going to be huge. It saves Stewie Jew's chances here, and it brings them back into finals contention. And Noah Anderson has a huge game and wins it for him. You heard it here first. I'm going to be talking about this next week, so clip this. All right. Well, there you go. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go to the Bulldogs. Yep, yeah, fair enough. Doggies, sorry. Um, they're travelling really nicely at the moment, so I'll get this one done. Into yeah, the right. next one. Uh, oh, West Coast Essendon over there at Optus. This scares me. 
This yeah. scares me. They're paying ten fifty. We're paying a dollar five. When was the last time we were a dollar five? Is this the year two thousand? A dollar five. That's that's disgusting. You've got to get it done though. Oh, got to get it done. Oh, look, we should. Um, I'm going to tip Essendon by three goals. I think West Coast have that point to prove, and we generally get a scare, but I do think we get it done. Like they've they've got to have a firecracker after after last week. Yeah, I think. Well, you name the three that are coming in for West Coast. Um, yeah, they're not going to be much help. I don't think Essendon can get this done. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, win the Alec Waterman Cup. Yeah, Alec Waterman Cup. Nice. There actually wouldn't have been many. Did John Worsfold, would you allow that? I'll allow it, yeah. I had yeah. Scott Cummings as well, but he played for like six clubs. Yeah, yeah. he's um, he's a ever a feature on this. But all right, on to the marination station, which is not much of a marination station considering it's uh, Dimmer's retirement game. He'll be there in the stands and he won't be coaching. But we'll go with the David Roden Cup to start things off. Nice. Um, the Jay Schiltz Cup. Yes, Jay Schiltz. Um, there's a couple others. That have eluded me. I just had two Matthews, Matthew White and Matthew Thomas. Matthew White's yeah, a big Matthew one. Yeah, Matthew White. Big one. He was a lightning quick. But for me, I still think Port Adelaide get it done this week. I think, I know the caretaker coach curse oh. could come back to bite me here, but I just feel, oh, it's at the MCG. Yeah, it's at the G-Bus. Yeah, well, Port not Adelaide has six goals. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not Adelaide. Yeah. Six goals in front. Uh, Rich Renard on the left of my phone, so that does make sense. Um no, I think Port Adelaide get it done. They had a big curse against Collingwood where they got clapped round two, I think it was, yep. from memory. But I think that they bounce back, uh, Port Adelaide, and I think that they get it done by two goals. Uh, I'm going to take Port Adelaide as well. They're travelling very nicely at the moment. Um, obviously, Richmond's out. It's Nick Floston with a corky, and obviously Damien Harwick is out as well. But just Port's out. Tom Jonas. Did you see his tackle on Tom McDonald on Friday night? Nah. So he grabbed him. It was like a DDT. You know, from WWE, like grabbed him by the head and dumped him on his head. Tom Jonas gets the free for holding the ball and then gets rubbed out. <laughs> yeah. The umpire's tribunal, they got something wrong with him. Like, MRO Hicks, he's not happy this way. Not happy. But yeah, not Port Adelaide will win that one. Uh, on to the next one. I'm going down to this one as well, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, coming with North pig. at Marvel. Yeah, the Daniel Wells Cup. Daniel Wells, Lee Brown. Lee Brown. 2010 Premiership player. James Stevenson. Yep. Uh, two Bosfala. I can't even yeah, I was, I was hoping you were going to say that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Um, Marley Williams. Marley Williams. He was uh, all right. He was. And the pig himself, Levi Greenwood. Nice, nice, nice. Um, uh, Colin will get this done, and I hope they get it done massively. Like, hope it's over 10 goals. Um, I'd love to see it because I'm going down, but um, and it's, it wins a win. doesn't matter. I think I think Colin will get it done by nine goals, I reckon, around that margin. So, hope so. You should be safe there, mate. All right. Uh, on to the next game. I was going to say the Graham Johncock Cup, but I don't know if that's correct. I don't know if he played for Brisbane. No, I don't think he no. did either. Got anyone for me? Jared Lyons. Yep. Charlie Cameron. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is low-hanging. I still didn't get it. Jack Gunston as well. He started at Adelaide. Yeah, right. And uh, Corey's mate, Cam Al- Alice Yolman. Yes, huge from you. Right. You've had a big week, Higgsy. This I've is been doing massive a lot. From you. And this is a massive game too. Um, Very much so. Where where do we see it? How do we how how are we seeing this one? I think Adelaide at home, as we know, Adelaide Oval six goal advantage. Yep. Uh, it's a very close game in the odds as well. Not that we uh, we're looking at that, but oh, Adelaide were very poor last week. Mm-hmm. I th- oh, I can't. Um, I'm going to go Brisbane. Gonna go Brisbane by two goals. That was that's a hard one. I'm going to go – I'll go Adelaide by two goals. Tom Duda is coming back in, also Tex Walker. Yep. Um, and just on Jared Lyons, he is stiff. Last year he was in the side dominating, getting yep. 30s every week, and he's been dominating the VFL but just can't crack it now that um, – what's his name from Western Bulldogs? So that's Dunkley, where the Dunkley mid-season Campos. draft would be good. Oh, yeah. Uh, trade, sorry, mid-season trade. Yep. Like right now a North Melbourne, a West Coast, obviously. Yeah. yep. Could use that sort of experience. Hawthorne probably wouldn't look at him. Nah. Um, but like clubs like that or clubs that are on the verge of finals. Yeah. Um, Even like a St. Kilda or something. Yeah. They could just top up on him. Like yeah. Inside ball there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, mate. So best. what's your best bet for the week? Best bet for the week for sports. Yeah. Um, for AFL, just let me have a quick look. Um, in my, our partners club, I've been hot on multiple goal kickers. So I'm going to go Friday night. 
Friday night. Here and we I'm go. gonna go. I'll just quickly look. Friday night delight. I reckon Charlie Kuno on. No, we're gonna go Harry Mackay. Yep. Harry Mackay, he'll kick four or more. <laughs> What's that pain? Six fifty. No, it's so just what? one a quarter, Harry. You can do it, mate. Because yep. I saw him last week and he kicked two, two, yep. two or something like that. Yep. Um, and yeah, just that first set shot. I think he's got a little bit more confidence back. Yeah. If he kicks that, they kick. win. Yeah. Easily. So, yep. And I, I think like yeah, it. Sydney are a bit thin down back. Well, there you go. Hicks, he's all in on the Blues this week. Yep. So, very good. What about you, mate? Have you got one there? You're gonna give uh, the listeners something? Yeah, I'll give us we'll one. Load up on. Probably Essendon at the line. No, 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 not this paying week. I'm going to go Gold Coast Suns 1-39, to 39, and that's paying $3.90. Don't hate it. So load in on that one. I'm all in on the Suns this week. We will quickly go over our MVP and fraud awards because we've missed it um, a couple of times. Um, our MVPs this week, one vote for Zach Butters. Yes, of course. You can tell he's done the votes. Two votes for Man City winning the title. Yep, Great work. And they had it for a while. Three votes to go to the Denver Nuggets sweeping the Lakers. All right, for the fraud awards, you know, one vote for the North Queensland Cowboys. They got absolutely pumped. Two votes goes to D'Angelo Russell. Um, he was porridge for the Lakers throughout there. And three votes goes to Carlton. Um, well deserved. Um, yeah, they've had a they've had a bad month. So but they'll bounce back this. They'll bounce back this week. Yeah, they'll be in the MVP. They'll be in the MVP. Both of them uh, <laughs> this week. So. Uh, signing off from here. Anything from you, Hixie? No, good episode. Um, hope everyone could hear it this week. Yeah. It's amazing right. what happens when you speak into the mic, boys. But, yeah. uh, no, it's been good. Uh, look forward to it. Look forward to another good weekend of uh, local and uh, national sport and international sport as well. Um, thanks for having me. Beautiful. All right. See you next week.